Rich Girls Real Women is a nonprofit organization that targets our middle school, high school, and college young ladies in the areas of personal presence, character development, health and emotional issues, work ethics, and leadership. What we target is that we want to help our young ladies to succeed, to be queens that they truly are, and in presence, also to succeed in life. If you would like to register our young lady, please contact us at richgirlsrealwomeninc at gmail.com or call us at 314-536-6296. This is In The Zone. Cecilia Towns, the founder, CEO of GladiateHurst.com. Thank you. That's what I like to do. What, what's next? World domination? Yeah. I mean, what's so, next? Uh, <laughs> um, that, that, is, that is eventual, but not quite next. Just growing Gladiators is really what's next for us. And then, and then world domination. <laughs> you know, it cracks me up every time y'all say I'm on the celebrity line. On the In The Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network. Hi. Welcome back to an all-new episode of the Sports with Ashley podcast powered by the In The Zone Network. Today, we're going to continue our part two of the interview with Miss Laureen Irat, founder of Beyond the W. Miss Lorraine, how are you? Good, good, good. Chilling. Enjoying my time talking to you. <laughs> yeah. So before we get started, um, I want our lady listeners to listen up. I know sometimes we have our bad hair days. Visit the In The Zone shop, ladies. They have some great ball caps for you when you're on your way to the beauty salon. Miss Lorraine, have you had those bad hair days? Religiously, yes. I have them all the time, and I go right onto my fiance's uh, dresser, and I grab a hat. Yeah, and I walk out the door. <laughs> so, yes, I know. Yeah, I can definitely relate. Ladies, it's a great way to rep in the zone while you're also going incognito to get that wig fixed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Miss mm-hmm. Lorraine, I wanted to dive into these WNBA hot topics. Um, starting with the injury to 2018 WNBA MVP Brianna Stewart, do you feel like her season-ending injury will deteriorate the Storm's chances in trying to repeat a finals run? Um, well, I definitely think not having her there is going to make a huge impact. Um, and then not only is she out because of the unfortunate injury, but... Sue Bird is out indefinitely right now because she has surgery um, as well. So having those two, which are basically the, the pillars and the anchors of your team right now, is going to, it's, you know, it, coupled with the other teams in the league just getting better and better and them having, you know, their players come back strong and making great trades, I think, I don't know if the Storm is going to be able to make it to the finals. I don't want to count them out because you never really know. But I do think ha- not having Brianna Stewart um, is going to make it a lot more difficult because the other players, especially within the West, they're coming. They're out here. You know, look at the Aces. I mean, my goodness. Like, the Aces are stacked. Phoenix is stacked. Even without Diana Taurasi, the Phoenix is still holding their weight. Um so it's going to be interesting. I, 
I don't want to just, I don't want to be negative and say like they're definitely not going to make it, but I think it's going to be a lot more difficult than it would have already been because the talent is just through the roof this season. Yeah, and it's it's great that you mentioned the aces. I wanted to also dive into the Liz Cambage trade. She definitely adds a lot of size into the interior alongside Asia Wilson. How do you think their season will pan out? You have any predictions as far as the aces go? Hmm. <laughs> I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I would not be surprised if the Aces go to the finals. Okay, okay, okay. Because I think, or if they don't go to the finals, they're going to be in the the semifinals, like right before the final uh, series. When they played last year, even though they didn't, they just made, uh, missed the playoffs. And I think, honestly, the reason that they missed the playoffs is because of the, the whole travel debacle and them not playing, and they lost that, they forfeited that game. Mm-hmm. But I think... Watching them play last year, it just, I felt like they were just missing one thing. Like, I couldn't pinpoint what it was, what they were missing, but I'm like, they seem to have it together. Like, they had the formula to be, like, I felt like they put the league on notice last year. Like, we're coming for you. And then with the moves they made during the offseason, they got the garage, they drafted Jackie Young, number one. Mm-hmm. They got Liz Cambage. Like, Vegas is scary. Yeah. <laughs> Even, like, they're really scary. So, if everyone stays healthy, I, I see them going to the finals. I would not be surprised. They're going to go very deep into the playoffs, and I would not be surprised if they, they, they made it all the way to the end. No, I, I know truly... some people are not saying that, but some people are saying Phoenix. Some people are saying uh, L.A. If I had to, okay, if I had to put my, my money on today and I had to make a final decision, I would see Vegas in the playoffs and possibly going all the way we'll see okay yeah and i definitely agree with you the draft of jackie young alongside kelsey plum then you have cambage and then wilson on paper it sounds really really good but of course we're gonna have to wait and see how the season unfolds um i also want to get your opinion on the revamp of the wnba with the new logo how do you what do you think about the direction that they're trying to go now I think it's phenomenal. Um, at first, I guess because I'm so used to the former logo. So at first I was kind of like, eh. But now I see like the different patterns and the different uh, designs that they're working with and I actually like it. But I do like it. I feel like them having a new logo is kind of, in a way, kind of declaring a sense of independence in a way. Like trying to really, not say break away from the NBA, but to show like they're their own entity. Because naturally... The conversation, whenever you mention WNBA, nine times out of ten people mention the NBA, right? And it's just, and it is what it is because it's a league that was created by the NBA's team, you know? But I think the branding, the logo, um, and also just some of the commercials and other advertisements we've seen out there, just trying to show them, show people that, listen, we're our own, this is our own league, we do our own thing, we have our own identity, and this is what we're about. We're dominant, we're strong. We're champions, we're athletes, we're, we're the best of the best, and you're going to respect us. Yeah. That's what I think about it. That's, that's awesome. Um, for our listeners who are just now joining, I am Ashley Wright, host of the Sports with Ashley podcast, powered by In the Zone Network. 
fellas. I know those new J's coming out. Check out the In The Zone shop. They got some awesome t-shirts to match those colorways. Be sure to go to In The Zone shop and pick out that perfect color to match those crispy J's. I'm here with Beyond The W founder, Laureen Irat, and we were just talking about the WNBA, including the Liz Cambage trade, the injury to Brianna Stewart. And Ms. Laureen, I just wanted to know, um, I have a question as far as the pay wage gap goes. A lot of people, a lot of critics were saying that had Brianna Stewart not had to go overseas, she would have never gotten injured. As, and has she been getting paid what she was supposed to get paid as far as compared to men, then the Achilles injury would have never happened. What do you have to say about that? Mm. I'm not gonna say okay, I'm not gonna go as far as say like the injury would never have happened because things happen, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, you can't control an injury; it's an accident. You can't control that. However, I do. We we all know that them playing year round adds a lot more wear and tear on their body than the, you know most other athletes, right? Mm -hmm. um, other, let's I guess to bring up the NBA, the only time you really see them really play year round, quote unquote, is if it's an Olympic year. And they're going overseas to, you know, represent the United States um, in the Olympic Games. But outside of that, they have a pretty decent offseason where they can rest and recover versus the WNBA players that they're playing year round. Um, some of them don't even get a chance to rest before training camp. They're players that are now coming back now from playing overseas and they're going straight into the mix of playing in the WNBA. And you don't know what the difference is playing with overseas. You don't know if it's more physical or, or not as physical. You know, like, there's so many, you're going to play different systems and with, against different opponents. Um, it's so many different different things. So, yes, absolutely. If she was getting paid more, she would have the option to, she, I can't say she, but only because there are players that don't go overseas, right? Elena Deladon chooses not to go overseas. Mm -hmm. But we also know that it's a sacrifice. Yeah. If the players made a better wage here, they can have the option of not playing overseas and it not be detrimental to their livelihood or it's not such a stark difference where like I'm making a hundred thousand dollars but if I go overseas I could make a million. You know what I mean? Like it that that's a huge difference. That's an opportunity that most people would not say no to. Mm -hmm. If they were making something comparable here, that way if they they can choose to still play overseas to better their game because they always wanted to play overseas. We're not taking away the benefits of playing overseas. Mm -hmm. We just don't want it to be like a survival uh, option. And when I say survival, I don't mean just survival in the sense of right now. I know the girls are not starving. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they're not poor, but playing overseas two seasons and you making, if you're a Brianna Stewart, you make, let's say they give you a million dollars to play overseas, two seasons, two million dollars, you're setting up for your future. Right. Right? Where... So you're thinking about your livelihood long term. We just want to get to a place where the girls don't have to feel that they have to go play overseas in order to secure their long term future because the league that they play in their home country sets them up for a long term future. And if they choose to play overseas, it's because of they want to, not because they have to. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I absolutely agree with that point of view. Um, I wanted to shift gears to basically, I guess, kind of the equality. These women have gone over leaps and bounds to say, hey, we're equal to men. We deserve to be paid just as much as men. And recently, 
WNBA player Lexi Brown was challenged by, I believe it was a former Division II college player, and she ended up beating him. What do you think about guys still challenging WNBA women, hey, I can beat you, and then ending up getting beat by that WNBA player? He asked for it. <laughs> yeah, just that simple. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He asked for it. Like, you don't... It, the, the problem is WNBA players are, often, are by these men, right? Because from my experience with men who actually love basketball and respect the game of basketball, they respect and like WNBA players. They like the league. They like what the league stands for and everything like that. It's those people that want to challenge. And it's one thing to be like a friendly challenge, right? Because I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say maybe he challenged her because it's just another ball player, not because of her sex. Mm-hmm. But we all know, according to Twitter and Instagram and the comment section, that a lot of them will challenge women because it's a woman and they think that they could beat them. And half the time they're not beating them, they're just being extra aggressive uh-huh. and extra physical. They're not necessarily more skilled mm-hmm. at the actual game, right? Yep. Um, it's sad that women are not seen as as equally talented, strong, smart in the sport simply because they're a woman. I've seen some of the most stupid things, stupid comments, um, stupid analysis. Like people really think that they're like uh, scientists and. And, and you know our physicians like they're just trying to break out the female body and I'm like yo bro you like who what 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 university did you go to like what college like what what scientific where are you getting this from like people when it comes to the pay when it comes to the physicality or the game or whatever people all of a sudden turn into financial analysts they turn into doctors they turn into uh physical therapists like everyone thinks that they know everything and they don't know the beginning right so for that young man who challenged lexi and to the many men around the country who challenge a young lady every day i hope you get washed i hope you get smoked <laughs> and i hope it ends up on instagram because like people need to understand like these women are athletes like you're challenging an athlete Take the woman out of it. Take the gender out of it. Take the look out of it. You're challenging an athlete. If you're an athlete and you play professionally, no matter what the league is, no matter what the stance of the league is, no matter if the league is popular or not, that athlete is the best of the best. They are elite. They are over other people. They are not average. They are hellishly above average. What makes you think that because you won three games back to back at LA Fitness or whatever gym that you play at, the YMCA, that you can have the goal to come to this professional elite <laughs> athlete and challenge them and think that you're going to walk away with a win? It's not going to happen. I'm like, it's not going to happen. And I, and I feel like I see it often more. And I don't know if it's just because I'm in a W space more than I am in any other male um, any other sports space but I see it happening so much more on like women getting challenged more than men like ain't nobody gonna try to go check LeBron and be like oh I can take LeBron one on one everyone will look at him like perfect example and I'm gonna end with this so if someone got online or whatever and was like yo I could challenge Kobe I could challenge LeBron I could challenge Jordan 
I, I mean, LeVar Ball did it, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I could challenge I could challenge X, Y, and Z elite, non-negotiable. I could have a shootout with Steph Curry. Non-negotiable elite in the NBA, right? Or I could take on Odell Beckham Jr. Or I could do Mar- I could I could tackle Marshawn Lynch. Like people who are elite in their sport, people look at them like if you don't sit your behind down, mm-hmm. right? Right. But but if someone says I could take on uh, Megan Rapinoe in, in soccer, mm-hmm. I could you know go one on one against Maya Moore. I think I can. I could. Yeah, she retired, but I could still do work to Cheryl Soup. Like. Everyone thinks like, well, yeah, well, maybe. Like, no, you can't. Like, right. <laughs> you can't. Like, you cannot. It doesn't make no sense. So, um, yeah, I just hope they end up on their face uh, sad on Instagram. <laughs> well, thank you to everyone who has joined the listening party for the Sports with Ashley podcast powered by the In The Zone Network. I want to give a very, very, very special thank you to Laureen Iret founder of Beyond the W. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed our conversation. Oh, I'm happy you did. Do you have any Instagram or Twitter handles where the people could follow you and interact with you? I got a lot, so get your pens ready. Um, (laughs) First up, I just really have three. Um, At Beyond the W on everything, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube as well. Um... For my podcast, it's at the W Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And for my personal Twitter, where I just like, you see me talking about pretty much everything non-basketball, where I just like talk about, I don't know, whatever Twitter handle's going on, or I'm praising Megan Thee Stallion, because that's like my everything right now. Okay. Um, (laughs) Love her. I love her. So that Twitter handle is at L O I R A underscore B T W. So at Low Ira underscore B T W. Again, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been the Sports with Ashley podcast powered by the In the Zone Network. I'm your host, Ashley Wright, and I'll see you next time. Yeah.